parsha, the Shema parsha is parsha's told it. The Mephoshim are limited on the fact that we have two parshas in Bereshis that deal with Toldois. One of them gets the shame of the Tzaddik himself, Parshas Noyach. It's not called Parshas Toldois. And Parshas Toldois got the shame Mushul. Parshas Toldois, even though Bashkofer is shown, it'd be Ishtar to say Mamish Fakert. That Parshas Noyach should be called Parshas Toldois. And Parshas, Uzzah Parshas should be called Parshas Yitzchok. In Sfer, I can tell you, obviously, Chazal, this is the way Chazal identified this Parsha. So that's the Parsha. The Rishenim called the Parsha's told us. But I'm just saying, Lule Divrei Chazal, we could have said Mamish the opposite. Noach was not one of the other Soilam. Right? Noach wasn't of Soilam. What was he? Metzius. Without him, there wouldn't be a world. So Noach's Cheshivas, historically speaking, is that because of him there's a world. Toldois. Noach's to in the world, Noach's accomplishment, undeniable accomplishment, is that he created a world, that there's a world. There's Toldois from Noach. To others, on the other hand, each one was a Omud B'Fnei on who they were. And the Mela, Adarabe, Yitzchok is Yitzchok. Pasha is Yitzchok. But Chazal identified it differently. And it's all the rumors in Rashi, the beginning of the Pasha. Rashi says, Eilat Toldo, is a Rashi, Yaakov Eisav Amurim B'Pasha. That's Rashi. That's Rashi's intro to the Pasha, Yaakov Eisav Amurim B'Pasha. Rashi, because Rashi in his, in his brief description means to say that that's the echo of the parish. That's the, that's the lesson of this parish. The lesson of this parish is Yaakov Eisav Amur Mepash. The Mephoshim also ask, why are we even talking about Eisav Bechlach? Rashi puts them together. Lahavdul, Ben Atomi, Ben Ator, Yaakov Eisav Amur Mepash. It sounds like that's part of the Part of the limud of the parasha is Yaakov Esav. That's part of what we what we learn in this parasha. It's not just to learn about Yankif. It's to learn about the the, the lekach. What we're supposed to learn from Yaakov Esav Amur and the parasha. So what are we supposed to learn here from this nekuda? Well, Maisa, if you if you take a second mabat, if you take a second look at the parasha, you realize that. There's a tremendous amount of arichas in this parasha that Taka tell us and describe to us the distinction between these two sons and the friction. The friction between these two sons. By Yeshua, we don't find such a thing. Right? You look at it, Avram had two children. Avram had Yitzchak and Yeshua. Then he had Bnei Keturah. And, and Yitzchok was the Yikil. Right? Ki be Yitzchok Yikori L'chazara. And then, Yitzchok Avinu had two children. He had his Yishmael, 
But Lamaisa, the Torah Gdosha, doesn't put these things together. The Torah Gdosha doesn't tell us about any sechsuchim between Yishmael and Yitzchak. Adarab sounds for the Prophet that they had a good kesher and so Yimenu didn't like the Chavoshah. She saw Yishmael Mitzachik, she said, There wasn't such a friction. So Yimenu wasn't afraid that Yishmael was going to kill Yitzchok. You don't find that in the parish. Right? So if I can, if you go through parishes for Yehra, right? You don't really see that there was friction. This week's parasha, the Torah is trying to bring out this Yaakov Esav. So what's the, what's the lesson? So I want to share with you, you said that it was Nivna to me through the famous Mashgich, Rabbi Yerucham, and the base Halevi. Both of them say different, you say this, which to me opens the door to a much deeper understanding of what we're supposed to take from the parasha. The, the parasha says, Another lesson in the parasha. So Rashi says, The said that Avimelech was Avimelech, he's the one that he's the one that fathered Yitzchak Avinu. So what Hakadosh Baruch Hu do? He made that Yitzchak was identical, was a duplicate Tavon that everybody could be made. Anybody saw these two nude? This is the father and this is the son. They looked exactly alike. So Beis Halevi got his on a different nekuda. He says, why do you call these people Eitzonei Hador? Shakhonei Hador! A let's mean somebody says a good joke. He's a let's. L'chair. What's a let's? A joker. Yeah? This is, this is false. To say that Chas V'Sholem, that Sari Menu was fathered, that Yitzchak Avinu was fathered by Avimelech, that's, that's, that's a lie. That's a shek of a chazal. So why do we call him Leitzonei? By me, that's the base of Levi's horror. By me, it also bothered, what's the Torah telling us this, this for? What's, new, what's the mice of a similar bottom? What do we learn? The Ebesh defines and the Ebesh, that was a, that was a, 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 a Shah. That was a Tzarek Shah. To get these uh, no goodniks to, to show up. So the Ebesh made it so clear that Yitzchak was Avram's son. There was nothing to talk about. What's, what's for us? The Torah goes out of its way to tell us this Nakuda. What's the Nakuda? The Beisalevi gladly answers his question. He says an interesting thing. He says that Avada the Ritzonim themselves didn't hold that Yitzchak was the son of, uh, of Avimelech. That's why they're not called Shakhonim. As I said, the Beisalevi. He says, the Gemara says, Kalam is Right? So the Hashem stopped all the all the all children being born to Avimelech when he took Sarah. Avram went and he David, right? And the Mela the Ritzoni Ador, the Bederech Vitz. They really 
really, they, they knew the truth, but they said, you know, but they're it's Kilu Meaning, Lule, if it wouldn't have been that Avimelech needed Avram's Phyllis, Avram Davin for Avimelech, because of that, Yitzchak was born. So it's, it's me Avimelech, like, like, like Moshe Rabbeinu, when he saves the Benoist Yitzchak, he tells them, Ish Mitzri. He says, Yen Mitzri, that, that, that I killed in Mitzrayim, that I had to run away from, from Pari, because of him you got saved. Ish Mitzri Yitzchak. So that's Azizok, the basically. So, I want to just take this idea of the Beis HaLevi and use it really on a, on a much higher level, which the Beis HaLevi himself says another, yes, another question. from Chazal, it seems, that Yaakov and Esau go to the same Chedah, right? They have the same, uh, same upbringing. They look the same. You know, they, they, it wasn't visible. It wasn't yet visible which, which direction each one is going. But the, now, now when they turned Bar Mitzvah, now it became visible. So Chazal tells us many things about this. Number one, they tell us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu preserved Tzar Gidul Bonham from Avram. That Avram shouldn't have to see this kind of a grandson. He shouldn't see Esav. So till Avram died, it wasn't visible. But the, 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 the Beis Halevi, he's aiming on a different point. Beis Halevi, simply you learn it was a mess. The Abishta made a mess that Esav, as, as much of a bull javar, as a, as a bully and a mushchus that he was, Hashem made a miracle that he should remain tame. Till Avram dies. Let's say he listened. But the Beis Halevi is Medayik, no. The Beis Halevi says, That day, that was the day that Esav went and he went off. Big time. Big time. That's when he made his choice. The Zayda, even the guys of Russia, Gomer, the Zayda, Avram Avinu dies. During the Shiva, you go off the derech. During the Shiva, go into a shul, like an out-of-town shul where they have a whole bunch of older people with silk yarmulkes, very nicely folded where you could see that the yarmulkes won only during davening. And they say Kaddish. And Rabbi say, that's a beautiful thing. It will be more beautiful. It's also beautiful. It's covered for a parent. A parent died. They want to say Kaddish. There's something in their nose. You know, they know. So even somebody, not so firm, not so this, but the father died with it. So the ace of a rush. So basically, it's this cash. He says, My rush. But I say, I'm. Chazal tells Avram died. Esav comes to the following conclusion. My grandfather, Avram Avinu, even he got, he got knocked down. Threw the whole book out, took the answers, threw it out in the garbage. Frick the base of What happened to Avram Avinu? He lived a long, healthy life, saved the table. 
what, what, what's the, what was this Chadish here? What, what happened to Avram? Avram would have had a Misa like Rabbi Kiva ben Yosef. Avram Avinu had a decorated life. Not, who was blessed like Avram Avinu? Anybody looked at him got, got well, Chazal tells us. And you looked at Avram, you got cured. Avram Avinu. And then he dies. What exactly got Esau going here? He says, Mamashi, that was it. The Beis Halevi says a phenomenal vote. What do you think But this you say to Beis Halevi ties very much into what Rabbi, Rabbi Yeruchim Zatzal also asks. Rabbi Yeruchim says, I don't understand something. We know that Esau and Yaakov made a division. Bimeimon, the Medrash Rabbi says, ready from the beginning, Yaakov was an Olam, Olam Habo person. Yaakov Avinu's choice was spiritual, the spiritual world. And Esau picked this world. Right? That's, that was Esau's choice. That's what Esau picked. So what was the fight? By Yisraeli to what are they fighting about? What's the fight? It's so easy. It's so simple. We learned the Sugi now in Kedushim. We learned Yerusha. I learned with the 12th grade in Bekiyas. We learned a couple of weeks ago Yerusha. We learned the Halachas. That a ger. A ger is, is Yerush Yisaviv. Midrabona. So if there's Avodah the ger, the ger, the convert says, what do I need Avodah You take the Avodah I take the money. No machlekes. There's no machlekes. The gear doesn't want that for the Zohar. It's simple. L'chorah, this should have been the easiest estate settlement. Yaakov wants Elim Abor, and Esau wants Elim Azar. Finished. That's Fekir Biruch. Mimeyayachi Paredu, Yisrael Tzitzu, there's nothing to fight about. That's his kasha. That's his kasha. You know the vote I always loved when the guy, a guy moved to Bnei Brak, famous Meiser. And it's about, the Meiser goes, he was a retired Balabas, he moved to Bnei Brak. And he wanted to get himself a Alexis. So Alexis in Monty, no big deal, if I cared, you're an underdog of Alexis. But in Bnei Brak, Alexis, so his wife felt in Bnei Brak to drive around the with Alexis. Mavel Alarayan. So the, the, the word goes that they went to Rebchaim, and Rebchaim asked the guy. His wife was afraid people were going to be jealous of him. Rebchaim asked the guy, he finished Shaz, he finished this, he finished the Seder. He make a Siyam Ezechta, and the guy said, not yet, I've made a Siyam Ezechta. Nobody's going to be jealous of him. <laughs> so Rebchaim, I don't, I think for sure Rebchaim won't be jealous of him, that's for sure. I'm not sure there's nobody in the neighborhood they'll be jealous, but Rebchaim is not going to be jealous. Right? It's so clear what Yaakov wants, what Esav wants. What's the Machlaikas? What is the Machlaikas? What's the dispute between the two? Another Pella. This is Mamisha Pella. Chazal tells us that that day, the day that Esav sold the Bukhari to Yaakov Avinu, that day, he was over every Aveira in the book. Every Aveira in the book he was over that day. Okay? You're talking about, you're talking about Ritzicha, you're 
talking about the, the adultery. You're talking about... A, <laughs> he was over everything that day. But yet, nothing is born in the Torah. I went in a cheder. So my Rebbe, I still remember, I was a little, 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 little kid, the first time I heard this, I was six years old. He went on Kishin the Mrs. Vayoichalon Abruche. I mean, those of you that went to Cheder, probably it rings in your ears. If, it, if you didn't go to Cheder, it probably doesn't ring in your ears. But as I got older, it became like a joke. Like, well, you talk about Ace of Russia. So he said, oh, he got up and he walked out without kissing the mezuzah. And he, out without, he ate without making, a, without making a shahakal or maybe a mezenis, depends on what was in the soup. He didn't, he didn't bench. Yaakov gave him bread also. That's that's he does. He did all every aver in the book, right? But I want you to know, the cheder rebbe is not such a tippish, right? When I was ten, I thought my cheder rebbe is a tippish, but now that I have a white beard, I tell you, my cheder rebbe is not a tippish. It's not such a tippish. You know why not? Because the pesach itself doesn't tell us what Esav did. It doesn't say Vayutzach Esav. Vayivo Esav Naharam Oros. It doesn't say that. It says Vayivez Esav Esabachoyah. The only thing, the only characteristic the Torah tells us about Esav is Vayivaz Esav Esabachoyah. You have a murderer. You have a Baralayas. The only thing you could tell me about this Mushchus is that he was Mavaza Bechorah. It's not my kasha. It's not Pella. It's Merafis Igre. That's the only thing the Torah tells us. Rabbi Isai, if you look at the whole parasha, the kasha I'm asking you is a kasha on the Gansal parasha. Because really, that's the only pasuk in this parasha that tells us anything that's core negative about Esav. You could almost go through the parasha and look at it like Yaakov was the conniver. You could go through this parasha for state what does it say about Esav? Yaakov pulled off a big one at the end of the parasha. The Bechayla. What a scandal. It's like a vote scandal. An outsider Kador, who's blind, go in with Machta Anoichi, Kamo, Esav Bechorecho. It's a good shtick. What a shtick. Right? Esav is crying. But Yitzhak Zoko Gdolu Mogo, Bocheni Gamoni Ovi, Fabrik Esav. Yankiv was a shrewd guy. The only pasuk in this week's parsha that says straight something negative about Esav is that one pasuk. Yeah, it says Ovi It's true, but that's after he feels like Yaakov took everything away from him. Yaakov took everything away from him. He took away his bechira. Esav was a mechabed of the Imoi. Esav was a tremendous kibbutz av. The only thing he had was his father. And now Yaakov took that away from him also. Took away this too. 
So finally, in exasperation, how many times do people say, I, I could kill that guy? He is such a sprach. So Ruf Kanut, Faka Emes Right? But the only one Pasuk in the Torah that says Klor, that Esau was, did something despicable, was Vayim Ezeis And how despicable is that? So terrible. So terrible. He's not Machshavi. He's not turned on by Bukhar. It's not a big deal. Lomali Bukhar. Agdanani Bukhar. What's the What's the Nakuda? What's the Nakuda? So Rabbi Sai, there's one lesson here. In the whole parasha, Mereshavad Gemira. One lesson. There's many lessons, but there's one. There's one cherish that you could mamish be marked in the whole parasha. The whole parasha. The Beis Halevi says a fascinating thing. He says, Taka, the kasha that he asks, why now? What, what happened? Avram dies, all of a sudden, Tchis HaMesim, HaKofa what? So Beis Halevi says the following. He says, the Rabbani Shem already made a decree. Ki b'yitzchok yikorei l'chazora, ki b'yitzchok v'loi kol yitzchok. Says the Beis Halevi, it was clear and it was destined that not Yaakov and Esau are going to be the ones that will continue the Messiah of Avram Avin. That was clear. Now you have to see who's going to be the one. Esau knew that too. Esau knew one of us has to go be Mamshech, the Messiah of Avram Avin. He knew that. Says the Beis Halevi, Kozman Avram Avinu was alive. I don't got to think about it. I don't got to think about it. But now, when Avram died, and now, the, now it was going over to Yitzchak, the part of Yitzchak, says the Beis HaLevi, Esav knew now, he had the Olam Hazem Olam Abba in front of him. He had what the Beis HaLevi calls a Parashas Drachim. Now I got to pick. Now I gotta make a decision. Mamela Asif made his decision. Asif said, you know, forget about the whole thing. Let me be. Let me let me throw the whole thing out. It was decision time. It wasn't pshat. Avon died. Till then the Delilah could still play around. I don't have to make any life's decisions. Now Avon died. Now the Messiah is going down to my father and it's going to be decided which one of the sons is the Mamshech. Now making my decision. And he threw everything away. He threw everything away. The emesis that you see from here, and that's Taka why the whole Mechiri is a Magna The way the Ebishter was Mishtalshel, the whole Nyonim, the Yaakov Avin was born second. We just, I was just talking to David about it. It's a whole shayla how he was a Bechor Bechor. can't buy Bechor. How do you buy Bechor? Right? You can't buy Bechor stuff. Even better yet, I always ask, you can't buy Bechor because it's a Metzius. All the shaylas and shas about selling Bechor is selling Yehusha of Bechor. But selling the Metzius of the Bechor? What shaykh to sell Metzius of Bechor? It's a Metzius. Right? So there's all kinds of Torah that Yaakov was really also a Bukhar. The Goyen and Pashas Kiseitze. And 
just just Esav had a, 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 a bigger Sibus Bechara because he was Yotzerishan. Once Esav was Misalik from his Bechara, Yaakov had his reasons to be a Bechara. He didn't need, he didn't need to take the Bechara from Esav, he needed a Siluk from Esav. That's how he explained it. Lamaisa, the way the whole thing went, David could have been very glad. Yaakov Avinu could have been born first. End of story. We wouldn't have had this whole parashas told us with all the debates with the Bechor and the Brochus and Mises. Stam! Yaakov, the Ebishter, the Ebishter's Gezer on each tip of the tip of the Ebishter. He said, that tip should come out first. Finished. End of story. Why did this whole thing happen the way it did? And the answer is that everything in life goes back to the choices that you make. Everything in life goes back to what by you is an Iker. You make those decisions. You make those decisions. What you are machshiv, that's where you're going to be matzliachim. What you value, it's your choice. It's not a, it's not stama birthright. Zot Rashi, Yaakov, Amur, Bepashi, you have two, two children. There was a Yankif. There was a Yankif and an Esav. And Yaakov chose. Yaakov chose to be a Yaakov. And Esav chose, like the Beis Halevi says, Vayivez Esav as Habakhoira. If Esav wouldn't have been Vayivez, he wouldn't have been a Retzeach, he wouldn't have been a Boerachayas. This is what he picked in his life. He picked in his life to be. Uh, a person who's nigra after everything that the world, physical things that the world offers. Nothing that has any meaning. Nothing has any meaning by it. The parasha starts off by telling us that was one late summers with a mockery you could move, throw everything away. If you don't make the right choice, that's why because everything goes back to that. Rabbi Yerucham says, everything physical in this world has a ruchnius to it. Has ruchnius, has spirituality. What you could do with that, with that physical thing. So the Beis HaLevi says you could piss by a store. The, the Rabbi Yerucham says, you piss by a food store. So they have, I remember as a kid, Carvel, because I'm an ice cream machine. They had the cone with the ice cream. You know? So whenever I would go by the store, I'm telling you, from a kid, we always, we always were mocked on a Cholvi soil. When I was growing up, there wasn't Cholvi soil ice cream available. Soft ice cream wasn't even, a, there was no such thing. Soft, soft Cholvi soil ice cream. I used to mamish have tsar every time I passed Carvel. I still feel the tsar. Today I could still feel the sign. I used to look at the, the you know, every sivuv, the seven akofas of the soft ice cream. I used to think, wow. And then that Mr. Carvel used to, even his whole sprach when he used to advertise on CBS, couldn't take it, couldn't even listen to him. When he used to tell you, you know, how gavaldic his ice cream was. made me I remember once my father was listening to the radio and he was advertising, I said, is it that? Please shut it off. <laughs> I can't hear it. I can't hear him talk about his ice cream. 
Zohar Rabbi Yochum says, so you have a picture of the food, right? That, he says, even food has chitzoynis. What's the purpose of that picture? To get people to walk by and look. In fact, they're not looking at the food. They're looking at a picture. But the picture is, it, it, the picture pulls you, right? Meaning you're pulled to the externality of the food. He says, a tzaddik looks at a piece of bread and he says, that's something I could use to sustain myself to be able to do something positive. So even food has chitzoynis and primis. Says of Yerucham, Ace of Russia, what does he call it? How he tame, he doesn't say, give me, some, give me something to nurture me. Odoim. Even when he talks about food, he's talking about external. Even food. He's not talking about the food. The mind of the food has to give him some koichas. That he could do something positive. The food is just, I see something I wanted. That's Esau. Says, says the Rabbi Yerucham, he says, that's what Yaakov and Esau were fighting about. Yaakov wanted the Olam Abba and the Olam Hazeh. You understand? Yaakov wasn't saying, I don't need Olam Hazeh. He, he was looking, he was looking what I could do with that. What could I do with this? The, the, the Ruchnius in the Olam Hazeh. It was Shtei Lomas. It was Taka Shtei Lomas. Ace of Rosh was holding on to the physical just for the shame physical. So it's all, Vayivaz Ace of Rosh, that's why, Kofar Betchiz HaMesim, the Chavetz Chaim says. Chavetz Chaim says, Vos Tafra Kofar Betchiz HaMesim. Now, he's 13 years old. <laughs> he's 13. He had a very busy day today. He had a very busy day. What's he busy with Chizam Mason? How many times do you walk in the street see a guy who's having struggles with Yiddishkeit? You say, what's going on? I'm being called from Chizam Mason. I never met such a bochen. I never had one bochen in 30 years that should tell me, Rebbe, I'm struggling with Chizam Mason. How was I? Chizam Mason. Rebbe, you Chizam Mason struggle. The word is, Zokta Chavetz Chaim. The Gemara says in Brochas, Misha Yitzrim is Gabarolov. Somebody's Yitzar, Yikri Krishma, Yomashchel Beismedrish, Yikri Krishma, Yazkulu Yem Amisa. Zokta Chavetz Chaim. Look, Habet Enechu Rei. The Gemara in Brochas is telling us that if you think about Yem Amisa, it's going to straighten you out. Look at Esav. That day that he was reminded of death, what did he do? Gave up everything. Dr. Chavetz Chaim, Esav Arosha looked at Olam Hazen, that's the whole end of everything. If you look at this world, that Olam Hazen is the beginning and the end, then when you think about Misa, you just think, let me chap more. Let me chap now, now. If you realize there's a more, it's a prisoner, there's another world that's much more important that when you think of death, it's murder you. He, in order for him to do what he did, he had to deny it. What do I need the whole package for? That was Esau. That was what Esau was all about. And that's why it all lies in the Vayiva Azeisav Esabachar. 
Everything lies in there. And I'll tell you an unbelievable Sefer Chassidim. And we'll end with this. The Sefer Chassidim is talking about a Shail in Aloche. It's a Shail in Aloche. A guy stole the Sefer Torah. Well, it doesn't matter he stole it. He had a Sefer Torah. It doesn't matter. The fact that he stole it or he didn't steal it is not relevant. He had a kosher Sefer Torah in his possession. The Jew asked Rabbi Yudah HaChosah to Shaila. Is he allowed to go to the guy and offer the guy a ridiculously low price for a Sefer Torah? You go to a guy with a Sefer Torah, you offer him $250, he'll grab it. You give me $250 for a piece of parchment? Because don't they take it? Are you allowed to do that? Or do you have to first explain to the guy what a Sefer Torah is? What's, what's a Sefer Torah? Sefer Torah is a Sefer Torah. Is, is it a problem of that? I brought down a mice a couple of years ago with a Bar Mitzvah whose father brought him tefillin. Right? He brought him tefillin. It was a murder to come out. I'm not going to go through all the problem in the story. But the end is, for some reason, the Bar didn't have a, had a resistance to wear the tefillin. A form but he didn't want to wear the tefillin until he had. And the father brought him to one of the G'dayim to talk to him. The Gabriel told him there's some pagan that the, that the boy should not want to wear the tefillin. He was a form of Bar he had a film of Cheshman. Anyway, turned out, he said, how did you buy the film? Turned out, he bought these film from an Arab. The Arab had film in his possession, probably got it in a not, not kosher way. Right? Forget about whether the film is Becheska's kosher. It's a cancer shayla in the poiskim, in the chustisis. If you find the dovish kedusha, it's just good. Could you say, chazoka, that it's kosher? Forgetting that, that shayla. But the Arab gave him the film. The Arab was going to sell it him for 200 shekel, which is a steal. He opens up the tefillin zekel, and he tells the Arab, okay, so I see there's the headpiece, and I see you have one handpiece. Where's the other handpiece? <laughs> the Arab goes, oh, it should be in there. It's the whole set. He says, no, no, there's only, look, look, see, there's the head. There's one hand, where's the other I go, damn, goes, crazy. It's okay, I'll give you a hundred check. <laughs> so I said, okay, the Arab thought he got him in Tzia. He sold the half a pair of two for a hundred check. Kavaldik. So the Maiser goes that this Adam Goggle told him that this was Ramoyas. He bought the film with Ramoyas. But really, the Sefer Hasidim brings down this Shaila. If you're buying a Sefer Torah from a girl, do you have a Chiv to tell him? So I'll tell you the Psaq. Bistamid Oilam heard that the Aptarov, the Oyev Yisrael, was a very chosh of a chsidish arov. Big tzaddik. There was a maestro where a guy came, he was marrying off his daughter. He needed 10,000 rubles to set up his daughter. Chasana, whatever she needed afterwards. And he was a pauper, he had no money. He needed 10,000 rubles. So he went to the, to the Aptarov. The Aptarov said, no, I give you a bracha, it's also matzlich zayim. You should do the first business deal you have. You should do. He said, Rebbe, I have one ruble. I need 10,000. I have one ruble. Rebbe said, don't worry, I'll give you a bracha. The first deal that comes your way, take it. Take it. Anyway, the maizah goes that this guy went back to his town. On the way back, he stopped in an in, in inn. There were a bunch of lights on him, sitting around the table, schmoozing. Half drunk. Yidin. He went over to him, he said, listen, he said, he said, uh, does anybody know something I could buy for a ruble? 
So they all start laughing at him. How many think the cell phone ruble? Bunch of nothing. One of the guys there was a Gavir. He goes, Yeah, you know what? I have something for a ruble. He said, What? I'll sell you my old Mahabah for a ruble. So Achosah doesn't know my sister. The Rebbe told him to buy it. He bought it. He made a star. He sold him the old Mahabah for a ruble. Anyway, he went back home. The Gavir went home. The Gavir is laughing his head off. He's a lad, a grob young. He tells his wife, Ah, Fafum to Yidim, I met him, I met him. He comes to Matabah and You know what I did? I sold him my El Mahabah for them. She goes, You sold your El Even she wasn't from Stefroy. She doesn't want to, I don't want to live with a guy without El Mahabah. Buy it back. He goes running to. Anyway, he finds the guy, he finds the Yid, and he tells him, I need your El back. The Yid says, ah, I have to talk to my Rebbe how much to sell it back. He goes to his Rebbe. The Rebbe sells 10,000 rubles sell back. Exactly what you need for the chasen. She was like, wow, 10,000 rubles, okay? Anyway, the, the Maisa goes that he ended up getting his 10,000 rubles. So the Vel says that this Kavir came to the Aptarov. Afumer, it wasn't Afumel. But he told the Aptarov, you're a rabbi. This is Geneva. Geneva is your stick. I bought it for a ruble. I sold, I, I bought it for, I, I sold it for a ruble. He could sell it back for me for 10,000. He told me, you said he could sell it back for me 10,000. He said, yeah, it's very simple. He says, you sold it for what your Hasog of Elam is. And he sold it for what his Hasog of Elam is. He's not overcharging you. By him, Elam Habe is Elam Habe. By you, it's nothing. It's not Geneva. It's actually accurate. Comes the Sefer Chassidim, and he says, you have no chiv to tell a guy what a Sefer Torah is. The chiv is a Sefer Torah. He says, how do I know? Zot the Sefer Chassidim, Shere Yaakov, Mochar, Konor, is Bechor, Mi'esef, Belechem, Unizinat, Hashem. Help? It's the Sefer Chassidim. The Sefer Chassidim learns, Halach, Halamaise. Halach, Halamaise. That if somebody, if something has spiritual value, not physical, spiritual value, the other person's not machshivit, you could go get a deal. What does it mean? It means that this whole parish is, what's it all about? The mechilas b'chor is what the whole parish is all about. By Yaakov Avinu, is everything. Everything in this world is for Bukhar, it's Favor Hashem. By Asaph, it's all Vayivaz Asaph is Bukhar. So if you want to know what happened, that's what happened. Yaakov Asaph Amur in the parasha. The lesson of this parasha is that you will develop and evolve into that which you're Machshiv. And whatever you're Machshiv, you're going to miss Hashem shine in that world. Nebuch Asaph was Vayivaz Asaph is Bukhar. He Asaph, he was an Ishad, he shined in the Sada. The monkeys came running over him. He shined in the Sada. Because that's what his life was about. What was Yaakov? Nocha Mitzvah, Nocha Nolam Habe. It could be also that's why Yaakov is called Yeshiv Aholim. Rav Shach Zechatzadik Levrocha says, Why is Yaakov called Yeshiv Aholim? He should be called Yeshiv Oihel. Why is Aholim? So Rav Shach had a Gavalda Gavar. Rav Shach said, The Yankee Vavinu, 
never had enough. He never, he finished one oil, he wanted another oil. And Rav Shach says, Shem Ve'ever, he came from oil, Yishev Yitzchak, he went to fight the Shem Ve'ever. We don't call Yaakov a, a, a Yeshiv oil, we call him Yeshiv Aholim because he never had enough. The, he never got full. He wanted more, he wanted more. Nochan oil, Nochan oil, he was Yeshiv Aholim. There was never an end. Esav was the opposite. Osri. His Ruchnius was complete. He had no interest in any development. That's why his name captures who he was. Esav stands for Osri. Complete. He had, no, he had no interest. He had no interest. And, 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 and then your life, the scary thing is, your life evolves by what you choose. That's what your life, life evolves. By what your machshiv. Whatever your machshiv, that's how your life ends up shaping out. And chas v'sholem, if somebody is is mevaza b'chayra, is mevaza ruchnius, then that's Rachmanul Stone, That's how life unwraps. We should all talk a bizeicher to be boicher and b'chayra, and to have gavaldik siyata the shmai and all these inyonim.